How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. You know, we are talking Batman 66 today. We watched another two episodes of, of that wonderful show, so we're going to talk talk about that kind of as the main event, but we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Um, you might have noticed our little uh, little intro song was, was different. Normally, I do either Batman Animated Series or the 66 show, depending on what we're talking about, but it was a little different today, and if you don't re- recognize it, then you're clearly not paying very close attention to the Batman community because Thursday (laughs) the best news dropped as we finally get our first taste of Matt Reeves the Batman as we have some of the score released and vague initial looks of the um, of the Batsuit that just just dropped we're recording this on Thursday so this happened just a couple of hours ago but uh pretty big deal we we've lucked out when we've recorded a lot so far with with the batman news going back to the fact we were in the middle of recording when the news dropped that robert pattinson was being cast so uh we we've lucked out as far as that goes so it worked out that we can now talk about about the initial looks of the bat suit and uh without anything else ian i just want to know what is your initial thought uh initial thought the the biggest thing i love is the music like I was a little hesitant when they announced that Michael Giacchino was going to do the score. Um, He's done a lot of good stuff, but I just kind of always associate him with J.J. Abrams because they always work together. And he he tends to always have the same type of music, whether it's Star Trek or Mission Impossible. Like, it always sounds the same. I just like, and so I just pictured that when I thought of the score. But this score, if this is the theme, sign me up (laughs) because it sounds a little bit like the classic Danny Elfman um theme to it just a little bit but then it's something new and just the build up to it i'm like and like i i just love the video overall because i love how this is our first glimpse of of this batman like even though the picture of ben affleck in the suit was great i love this type of more cinematic you know reveal where it's yeah. like because to me this just reminds everyone like how batman is on a tier above everybody else whereas like anything batman related i mean like he just stops everything. It's like, like just to see how his voice is, how the suit looks, what the Batmobile looks like, what the symbol looks like. Like, it's it, it shuts everything down. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and, and like so, a reveal like this was a perfect, uh, perfect way to kind of be introduced to him. Um, I like, I like the bottom half of the suit. Like, I like the, like the chest and everything. It's very uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. Uh, the Batman games. And I don't mind that. I like it. Um, it's not my favorite design, but, uh, I, I like the, you know, like the, the suit and everything. The, the only part I'm not sold on is the cowl. Um, granted, we didn't really get to see the ears and the ears make all the difference. Well, and... apparently there's pictures that have gone around of like the full head. Oh, are they? I, haven't um, seen I don't know if they're official or not, but some people have been claiming that they, that they are, that someone has found somewhere and it's longer ears. I figured, yeah, just based on the look. And yeah, I just, 
I don't love the cowl because it looks like leather and there's like stitching. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot like that that rumor a couple weeks ago about the design like influence is pretty much what that ended up being. Um, yeah, so I and it's kind of like a it makes his head look skinny. And granted, I have heard that Robert Pattinson hasn't really bulked up for the role, so I don't know how I feel about that. But um, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's a very cool video. I, I love the tone. I love the music, obviously. Uh, uh, and to me, it's like you can kind of pick your poison where it's like you can have a good Batman suit or a bad movie like BVS, or you could have a bad suit, but a good movie. Whereas I would prefer that. It's like, well, and I don't know. even, I wouldn't even say that this is a bad suit. No, no, no. It's not, it's not terrible. I mean, granted, we just got kind of spoiled with the, the BVS suit. I mean, that was so simplistic and perfect. And it is great. Looked, looked it's great. really a I shame. Mean, it is. It's a shame we, we probably won't be able to see that again. And I'm telling you, it. every time, because I have BVS on Blu-ray, don't need to talk about it, but um, <laughs> uh, paid full price for it. Anyway, um, but every time I look at just the cover of that, I'm just like, this looks so awesome. It does. Like him, Henry Cavill, Gail Godot, all of them together. It just, this looks so good. Sure. And then I always have to remind, I'm, and then every, there's a little thing in my mind that every time is like, it really isn't that bad, is it? And then, yes, no, it, it, it is. But every time it looks <laughs> so cool. Like, I almost wouldn't mind having like a big poster of like BVS with like the characters on just because it looks sure. so cool. If yeah, it wasn't all the posters just, and stuff were great. Yeah. If it wasn't just so terrible terrible movie. movie um yeah i mean and, and the other thing to keep in mind is that this like apparently i also heard a rumor that this movie takes place in the second year of him being batman yeah, i heard that so this this could be a prototype suit like kind of it looks like it's kind of like handmade like early yeah. daredevil um you know like the 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 like the end of the first season when he has a suit but still kind of the prototype uh it kind of looks like that and then the other thing to keep in mind is that the suit always changes between movies right. Because you got to sell new toys, so it, it could change from the next movie and be better or and, whatever. And, so. and it works like that. That works for Batman. Sure. Because yeah. of course he would be changing the suit. Like, I mean, like, like even with Iron Man, obviously it got to be where it was stupid, but like yeah. it makes sense why it would constantly yeah. be being upgraded or changed Ruby. or whatever. They did that exactly. even in the Dark Knight. They changed something. Exactly. I know I don't like the changes they made with it, but no. you know it's still. You know, it still makes. I still think my favorite Batman suit, probably live action ever, is the Batman Begins suit. I agree because it looks amazing. People can say about the neck, or whatever, but it looks way better than when it was a motorcycle helmet. But um, oh, I, I totally agree. Again, practical. I get it, but it doesn't look as cool. And it's a movie, yeah. and I would care more about looking cool than it being a practical quote unquote thing. Yeah, it's like because it's never a make believe bring... movie. Again, yeah. If you never bring up the fact that he can't turn his head, like. In, while you're watching a movie, you're not you never noticed. About it. Exactly. You watch any of those original Batman movies, you don't think about, you don't notice yeah. that. Oh, it's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like, I like it, and the more I see it, the more I like it. I do too. It's an. It, there was initial disappointment because it's not the blue yeah. suit, it's not the yellow oval. Little disappointed, but after that, it's like no, I. I no, I I like this. I like the gun being used as the logo too. The gun. Yeah, you didn't. You don't get that. The well, logo like on, on the his logo, the bat logo on his chest is made out of a handgun. Really? It lo- it looks that way, and that's what everyone is saying. 
Look at it again. Huh. Yeah, if you look at it again, it looks like a handgun and or some sort of gun handle that was cut in half. And it very well could be the gun that was used to kill his parents. That he I, then turned I, into the into his bat logo. I guess. I just I don't it doesn't pop out at me, gun handle. Hey, that's what a lot of people are saying. So and I, I, I mean, I could potentially see, see it. So who knows? Who knows if that's the case or not? But that's, uh, that's the, uh, that's the, into a bit much. that's the thoughts uh, process. Yeah, it could be. But, I mean, it, um, it looks literally exactly like the suit, like the suit from Arkham Knight. Yeah. Like, even the symbol. Yeah. No, no, yeah I, yeah, I agree. It does look like that. Um, It's interesting having it be like leather made suit. We haven't seen yeah. that yet from a Batman outfit. And I, you know, who, I'm not sure how that necessarily would play out but i mean the whole thing just screams daredevil so it does i mean the red lighting doesn't help true true or it does help but um, it works for the it works for the trailer i like how it was like it's interesting it makes a very noir feeling but yeah just of course it's hard not to associate with like daredevil it is but i i don't i don't mind the cal as as much as as much as you do i i like it I like the sleekness of it. I like how it's... Uh, you were saying how it makes Ted look smaller. Like, I like that look. It's not bulky. It doesn't make yeah. it look bigger. It makes it look sleeker. It looks like it's easy to move in. Like, it looks sure. like it's comfortable. It looks like it, it's a, it would make sense to, to be worn. It looks more like a traditional size of a Batman cowl when it was just yeah. supposed to be, you know, a cloth thing like it is in the comics and whatever. So, so I like, and if the pictures that were going around of the full thing are accurate, I like the size of the ears. I like how they're bigger. Um, they're not, they're not little short ears that we've been seeing for the past 20 years. So, um, yeah, so I, I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of it and I like it. And I know they'll definitely grow on me. Like I'm not hating on it. Like, Oh man, this is what we're stuck with. It's like, okay. Right. Just like, just in this isolated context it's like okay i would have liked something a little bit different but no like i'm like what i really am on board with is the whole tone and feel like I, i've mm-hmm. seen like i think the look of gotham is gonna be really good um obviously when we get a look at the villains that's also gonna give us an idea of kind of the whole sure. visual style of this of this series or, or movie so um i i really think the big picture i'm gonna like it a lot because yeah it's like i love the nolan movies but i the fact that like Gotham was just like Chicago or Pittsburgh or whatever, it's like, and the villains didn't really have like that many distinguishable costumes, you know? Right. Um, like I, I really hope that they go for a more like immersive feel. And I, I, and I feel like we have based on what we've seen. Yeah, I agree. Um, the reveal's great. The, just the yeah. whole makeup of the video is awesome. Yeah. The music's awesome. I great. Got, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. The music's great. I agree with you. I love the tone and feel. It invokes, yeah. it invokes like creepy, dark. Yep. I mean, noir obviously is the, the go-to word to describe that, but That's, yeah. it's just, it, it's the perfect tone. It, it, cause it feels, it's like you're watching this. You're like, all right, this is Batman, but it also feels different at the same yeah. time. So it's like, this feels like Batman. It feels familiar. It feels like Batman, but it also feels new. And, and fresh yeah, exactly. and different. So somehow it encaptures both of that. And that's perfect. I mean, I, I would have never thought 
anything would sound like that. But again, I would never be able to come up with it anyway because I don't write music. But exactly, yeah. I'm like, how like how do you beat like how do you beat the Danny Elfman and then how do you beat the Hans Zimmer? Now you like, can't. That's the other thing. You can't no. beat the Danny Elfman. It's not possible. So don't try. And that's yeah. what Hans Zimmer did. And that's now it seems like um, Giacchino is is doing. It, you make your own. You make your own iconic Batman thing. Yeah, as it's long worked, as it's, it's worked still, twice before, so yeah, it seems like it might be working like, again. Yeah, it's like the the important thing is just capturing a new sound that feels like it can get fit with Batman, and, and this is exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So yeah, that was one thing. That was one other thing we were also robbed of with the BVS is that the the score for Batman wasn't like iconic or memorable. It was just this choir. There was like, a score for Batman. Yeah, there was. It was just just a choir. I'm not like, even saying that in joke. I honestly had no idea. Now it's like now I mean that that's like the thing I like one of the things I always like harken on in movies is the score and like that that one just had a very generic it was just like don 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 oh like, that was the Batman score yeah I thought that was just the movie's music <laughs> well exactly that's the other problem with that freaking movie is that it doesn't know what it is but no it would it would play that every time Batman is on the screen and then of course they have the Man of Steel oh. soundtrack for yeah I, but yeah hate, it I hated that thing yeah it wasn't iconic it was annoying. It was too. It was way over the top. It was so over the top. <laughs> and it, oh god! And then when they fight Doomsday, it just sounds like a bad like opera. I mean, dun, 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 dun. part of me like, wishes that movie was more um, iconic, just so we could have that be more parodied. Because I know, I know what you mean. Like, because you know, obviously Hans Zimmer's the the go to when it comes to over dramatic kind of similar boas. Like that hey, was what, I, that was his thing, and it was one of those where it's like, oh, it's cool here, and then it just kept happening, and then it became a joke. I kind of wish that could happen with that, but nobody cares enough, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't like it I totally forgot memorable. about it until you said, it. I was like, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, yeah, that was not like again. They got the suit right, but the the theme, no. That is the only, yeah, that's the only thing. Um, Granted, that was Junkie XL, and Junkie XL kind of sucks. I like this Deadpool score though. Oh, did he do Deadpool? Yeah, yeah, he did I've, Deadpool. I've listened to that enough. Yeah, I, I liked his Deadpool score, so I'll give him that. Um, anyway, so that's the big news. There, yeah. there there's no other news to talk about. There, no, I mean that, there's just not. It, I don't even care if there is. We're not talking about no. it because we're not going to give anything else the time of day. This is the news. We got our first look at half of the bat suit and some of the music, and it's we're awesome. both on board. Yeah. And again, there's not been one thing with this movie where I've been like, eh. Like not not one thing. Um, yeah. At at worst, it's like a hmm, like that's exactly. the worst type of reaction so far. So uh, yeah, again, yeah, nothing but hope for this. Nothing but hope for this. There, there's been no reason. It's one of those innocent till proven guilty type things. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we're all on board until you, you give us a reason not to. Yeah, we're we're not just haters. Like we we don't just no. hate everything because it's not Nolan or it's not you know Bruce no, Tim or whatever. We want to like things. Exactly. It's more fun to like things, but we're also yeah, but- not going to fool ourselves with forcing us to like things that we don't. Yeah, or we're not just going to like something just because it's a brand or it's right. a IP that we like. It's like, no, it's like we can you can ask for something better. Like fans yeah. are allowed to ask for better stuff. It's like you're not being demanding. That's the whole point of being a fan and paying to go see the movies. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on. Speaking of paying to go see the movies... Nice, oh. nice segue into there. Ian, uh, what movies have you watched? Uh, I've only seen two. Uh, Me since, too. Uh, 
And, uh, well, of course, uh, last week was the Oscars. Um, so I wanted to kind of brush up on a few best picture nominations I haven't seen. Sure. Uh, so I watched a marriage story on Netflix. Okay. And it was, it was good. I, I, um, I wanted to watch it. And then every time I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I'll tell you right now, you don't need to. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's well done. It's well written. Like, uh, it seems like a movie where I'm like, okay, I could see this being good. I can't see myself really enjoying it. You won't. No, because it's not really anything to enjoy. Uh, I don't think it should have been nominated for Best Picture. Um, the best part of the movie is Adam Driver. He's he's absolutely that great. That is what everyone said. Um, everyone, I liked everyone said that. So Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, like, irrefutable. Like, I mean, I've liked him in everything I've seen, mm-hmm. barring, you know, the bad Star Wars movies. But, um, but no, he's he's phenomenal. He's he, good he runs certain. Yeah, you know he, you know he's a great actor, but he runs circles around Scarlett Johansson. I didn't think she was that good. Um, the story is is pretty depressing. I mean, it's just about this right. couple that are getting into divorce, and I also found that kind of cynical. Where it's called a marriage story, it's about marriage in the twenty first century, and it's about them getting divorced, like you know, five years into it. It's just like, oh, right. nice. That, that says a lot about our about our culture. But no, Scarlett Johansson's character is hateable. What she does to Adam Driver is like, my God. So it's like you can't root for them to get back together, which they don't. Um, and, yeah, it's just kind of a, a bleak – I mean, it has a little bit of a hopeful ending, so that helped a little bit. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, what I do like about the movie is that it shows, like, a divorce from the male standpoint, which I feel like we rarely get. And it does right. show how, how men are just completely given the raw end of the deal when it comes to divorce. Like, yeah, I mean, true. like – he has, to, he has to pay for her lawyer and she goes out and gets the best lawyer, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it just shows him like trying to go back and forth between seeing his kid and trying to keep up his career. But, um, but yeah, I, I can tell you right now, you don't need to see it. Um, I mean, the acting is good, but other than that, it's like, okay, I've, like, I've seen this movie before, but done better. Okay, now I know what the other one that you saw is, and I did yes. too, so what, we can talk about that at the same time. I'm going to talk about the other one that I saw. Oh, yes. On a now, 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 Mark, uh, clarify something for me. Yeah. This movie has different titles. Which which movie did you see? I saw Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's so weird because I went to go see that and there wasn't anything named. I was just I know it's, Harley it's already Bird out of the theater. Movie. It's already gone and it might as well be. Yeah, and there's a new new movie that's taken its spot. So pathetic. Um, I hope. I kind of want to go see it again. Maybe it's better. Maybe they fixed it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know where to start with this. Um, I I shouldn't have gone and seen it. That, that's, oh, the, that's the way to start. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't you regret have seen it. it. I knew it. Like from the start. So I I can't say I'm disappointed or anything. Like I I. Of zero expectations. From the start, I knew. Once it was announced, I knew. I didn't want. I didn't want to see it. Every trailer, I hasn't really made me want to go see it. Um, everything else that has been so horribly done around this movie made me not want to go see it. Um, I, I saw this. It was on Sat. It was last Saturday, and I didn't have any. I wasn't doing anything. And I hadn't seen a movie in a while. I hadn't really been seeing a lot of movies this month. And so I just, I 
went to go see it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, look, okay, they, they were right. Like, all the marketing for, well, okay, half the marketing was right. They overdid it with the marketing. This movie is not nearly as misogynistic or uh, crazy male hate. It's not as far as the marketing was trying to push it. Yeah. Which to me is even stupider. Where it's like, it is. Why would you put that on the movie when it didn't even really need that? And you know it hurt it. So yeah, it's like, why why would they we, I just don't understand. Um but at the same time it it was uh it, it they were they were right with telling us exactly they're like oh this is or I guess they didn't use the line but it basically went along the same thing as with like Charlie's Angels or any of those other ones where it's like yeah. oh it's not for you. It's yep. it's for women. It's like well that is true. It definitely was not for me. Um in any know, way shape or form. Yeah. I'm not really sure who was. I think it was only for the SJWs on Twitter. I really do. I think that that's the only people because it's like so much of this movie could have easily appealed to like young teenage girls or stuff like that. Like, but then they make it R, R. which it did not have to be, did not have to be R. Like as I'm watching this movie, I was like, oh yeah, this movie's rated R. You hear F words every now and then and that's it. Even the violence isn't sure. really our violence. It, it, like PG-13 violence can be pretty far at this point. Sure. So even, I'm like, this isn't even our violence. Like, there's nothing That's... other than some uh, more than two F-words. There's no there's no sex, anything in it. Like, nothing. It's like, why is this movie rated R? <laughs> I couldn't so figure dumb. it out. I could not figure it out. Um, This movie's kind of like Joker in a way. Not just because they mentioned Joker the whole movie, um, but where it, d- it doesn't really, I don't feel like it knew what it was doing and ended up just copying everything else. Like it's, it's Deadpool. Yeah, that's what I've heard is that they they tried making Harley Quinn the the they female did. Deadpool, and and it doesn't it doesn't work. No, um, that's not it's not why she was created. No, uh, the whole character doesn't even really have an arc. It's like. She breaks up with the Joker and then gets depressed for a minute and then has to break free, but doesn't really do much. Diff, like the character doesn't even really develop much at all. Um, it doesn't really make any sense because this is technically supposed to come after Suicide Squad, right? But she's not in jail. The cops are not after her. She was broken out of prison a high security federal prison by the joker at the end of suicide squad no mention of any of that she's just going around the city like everything's fine um even in that movie doesn't it say she's an accomplice to the murder of robin yeah yeah none of that's mentioned she's clearly not really on a wanted list or anything so it doesn't really make any sense not that i care about them hurting anything in suicide squad but um if this is supposed to do it, it doesn't really make sense. They're in Gotham. There's no mention of Batman at all. Of course not, no. Which doesn't really make any sense. Um, the Joker not being in this made this movie pointless, to be perfectly honest. If Kinda this like movie, Batman if the Joker, Joker movie. or like Joker not being the villain in Suicide Squad. There like, you go. why? 
you immediately, even the terrible Jared Leto Joker, you make that the villain in Suicide Squad, that movie's a tiny bit better. Tiny bit, sure. It's little, still, little it's still focused, not good, yeah. but it's better. Yeah. You make Joker in this movie, yeah. it makes it significantly better because there's actually a story going on. There's not really much of a story. It's just right. Harley Quinn trying to do her, do her own thing, but not really. And then the other characters don't really do much. They're all kind of loosely associated with different things and then kind of come together at the end. The best character is Huntress by far. By far. That would have been a way better movie. She's basically the plot of the movie but not really used. Because um, it's like the jewel that's her family from the Bertinelli jewel which has like the bank codes for their whole fortune like micro engraved into the jewel. And stuff like that. And then her family got gunned down. She was saved by one of the people that... One of the hitmen. And then she was raised to be an assassin in Italy. And then coming back to extract revenge on the, all the people that killed her family. It's a way better story than anything else going on in this movie. Yeah, I'd rather see that. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead is great. better than anyone else in this movie. Um, yeah. I just watched Guy High again last week, and oh, I always uh, forget that she's in that, and it's always like, oh, yeah, she's Gwen Grace. Yeah. Um, have, you, Lane. have you seen Sky High? Oh, not for years. Oh, fair enough. Um, anyway, so, like, she's the best part of the movie for me, as far as character-wise. The other best part of the movie was getting to listen to Joan Jett's, um, I, um, Hate myself. I hate myself for loving you and hearing Barracuda by heart. Those are my favorite parts of the movie. Sure. Um, that's a bad sign. It is. Everyone's talking about how great the action scenes were. Are they? Not really. I mean, they're just... Yeah, the problem is they like... just are so stupid that I don't really care how good the choreography is. It's just so mind-numbingly dumb. Like, she breaks into the police station to break out Cassandra Kane because Cassandra Kane is in possession of the diamond. Right. And she literally walks in, just shirks off all her stuff, has like 12 canisters of like riot gear, like like riot gear, like bean bags, and has okay. like a riot gear gun or something like that, like non-lethal thing. Yeah. And then just starts shooting these cops with these bean bags and then knocking and then beating the crap out of them. She's in a okay. police station of cops. Not one pulls a gun. Not one open fires. She fights one at a time and just goes oh, through the whole thing. And it, it just... Then she goes, like, into the basement. No cops follow. Like, inmates get it released. No cops show up. It's like, it makes no sense. Ugh. And so I'm just like, I don't... The, maybe the choreography is good. I didn't notice because it was just so pointless what was happening on screen. Yeah. Um. Then there's a fight at the end. When they're in this goofy looking like Tim Burton looking like carnival thing, which oh, is fine, yeah. which is fine. I'm all for Gotham villains having crazy hideout. Oh, sure, things. sure. Um, and with the other members, the birds of prey and then uh, um, Roman Sionis. I'm not even calling him Black Mask because he's not um, Roman Sionis's character has like this army that comes and they. A handful of them uh, go in. They're all wearing these weird masks like they're in Slipknot. That's a lot of comparison I saw, which was funny. And cool. they all like run in unarmed and fight in hand-to-hand combat, the birds of prey. Most of them are like these jacked shirtless dudes. Right. And 
They just beat them all up, and you're just sitting there. You're like, there's an army out there. They have, like, rocket launchers and stuff. And why aren't (laughs) they just blasting these guys away? Like, it doesn't make any sense. They choose to run up on them one at a time with their bare hands. Yeah, it. Yeah, so so much of that happens where it's like, I couldn't even. I mean, maybe the act was okay, but it just didn't make any sense. Right. So, I didn't. I didn't care. Um, it's it's not good. It's it's just it's it's not. Some well, it's people, not making any money, so that's some not people surprising. are trying to argue it's good. I think some people like the quote unquote artistic thing to it, but it's like just because you have Shut a character up. narrate and you have a bunch of crazy looking costumes does not mean this is artistic. I'm sorry. It's, Again, it doesn't. Yeah, just watch Deadpool. It's so much better. Um, yeah, yeah. This doesn't. It just the whole movie from start to finish really doesn't make any sense. And and even when it ends, you're like, all right, what was gained here? <laughs> Exactly. Well, All the characters show- are kind. I mean, I guess they killed Sion. I get they killed Sionis, so I guess some of these characters are free of him in a way. Yes, so man. that's good. Harley Quinn runs off with Cassandra Kane as her like, a, like a, a okay. apprentice, and yeah. the other three well, women have met each other, and that's kind of what you're left with. You're like, well, that was. I guess Bertinelli gets the jewel, and she gets her fortune back. I think so. It's like. That wasn't even she didn't even care about that for the whole movie. So, uh, okay, all right, <laughs> whatever. I'd rather just yeah, see a Huntress movie, but anyway. Really oh yeah, oh yeah. The that, other thing, um, Black Canary is in the really whole movie. Shows them. Black Canary's in this whole movie. She's oh yeah, like I mean, but the, you wouldn't know it. She's like the singer club and stuff, and she she does all this, and then she um comes back and uh uh. The whole time you're like, isn't this supposed to be Black Canary? I mean, she's good at fighting, but I mean, that's, that's she's the Black only, Canary, like, right? Then at the end, they 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 forget that there's a, an army of people outside the door, so they just all start after they beat up the initial wave, they just start leaving, and then immediately get shot at by the rest of the army. And you're like, wow, are you guys really this stupid? And then Black Canary's like, oh, I I can do I can do something. And then she uses oh, no. this canary cry and just wipes everybody out and then, like, collapses unconscious or something. And you're like, this whole movie, you have been able to do this and have not till well, she now? Can, she can only do it one time. I guess. I guess, man. That was that was funny, too. Um, oh, I'm not going to talk anymore about this. It's just no. it's, Hopefully, it's not good. It's not well, good, but, but the marketing was even worse than the movie actually oh. is. The marketing was was awful. The and movie's it bad, and I really, really did not like it at all. But the marketing was so much worse. Oh, this movie deserves to tank just for that alone. Just well, like, it is. Oh, you guys are so stupid, so stupid. So yeah. Anyway, I mean, the fact it's good that we're moving that, away from this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like this is hopefully our last like leftover remnant of the stupid DCEU right. because let, let this be the final nail in the coffin. Like, look, it was a complete failure you had yes. some you had some hits you had wonder woman you had aquaman you had a couple of you know grounders but no it, it, it is a failure stop go with new direction new blood new ideas like just stop yeah um okay so the other thing i saw was parasite yes i saw it too um i was annoyed that i saw it after it won the oscar um, yeah, because I tried to see it before, but it was it never played in the theater. Or um, I have a membership to AMC's A list, so I don't go to any other theater because I don't want to pay for it. Sure. It was not in any AMC 
right around me in its initial run. Oh. Um, I think it was in the one maybe in farther downtown Atlanta or farther, but it was like far enough from like, I'm not driving that far just to go yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah. Um, so it never quite played here. It just started playing here again, maybe like a week or two ago, but it was like, had like one showing a day and it was like at two thirty in the afternoon or something. So I was never able to go to that. And then just this, this week it started showing at like nine fifty at night. So then it won the Oscar and I was like, all right, I can finally go and see this movie, but it was already after the Oscar one. So I felt like a fake, um, cause the whole yeah. theater was packed at nine 50 on a Tuesday because it was yeah, two days after, to, after yeah. the, it won the Oscar. So I was a little annoyed that it took me that long to see it, but finally did get to see it. And, um, uh, I, I, what are, what are your thoughts, Ian? It, it's definitely good. Um, yeah, like uh, again, I wish I uh, like you. I wish I had seen before one best picture. Yeah. Um, it's definitely it's well made. It's well directed. Um, it, it, to me, it should not. I don't think it should have one best picture because like it's funny. I'm seeing a lot of people like it's getting like universal praise. Like even from like you know like people more like down to earth who aren't necessarily like you know art house buffs sure. and stuff like that. Like I'm seeing a lot of just average people like oh. Parasite by far is the best movie of the year and best picture. I'm like, I, I just wasn't, I just wasn't overwhelmed with that, that feeling when the movie ended. It's like, I think the problem with me with this movie is that, um, I didn't have any emotional connection. Yeah. I had an emotional, I, I had an emotional connection and uh, like interaction and experience with 1917, yep. Ford vs. Ferrari, Once Upon a uh, Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like, but I, I did it with this movie. Again, it's well made, but. I yeah. agree. I wonder if that's only just the foreign language aspect of it. No. Um. I. I. I wonder if that, because it, it. To me, I feel like I can't judge acting properly with foreign language mm-hmm. films, just because I. I don't know the dialogue. I mean, you can read it and you can you can see the acting and you can tell it's good. Yeah. But I. I can't. I don't feel like I'm. I can fully analyze acting when I just I can't understand the words that they're saying and sure. the way they they're delivered in, you know, in connection with what the words are. Um, I mean, the, the acting was very good, but I mean, also yeah. the fact that it didn't get any acting nominations also kind of tells you too, that I was like, surprised. Yeah, the, I was surprised it didn't yeah, get got, acting nominated nominated for everything else. Yeah. That was very surprising. Um, it, um, especially from the, uh, the dad, Oh yeah, he he was definitely the best. He was the best in this movie for sure. The dad and then the the wealthy mother I thought was really good too. Yeah, she was. I didn't think the other mom was that great. No, she wasn't in a whole lot too. Um, but the the dad, uh, the wife, son, the son. Um, yeah, I mean everyone's good. All the oh, yeah. acting is good. There's no bad acting in this movie. Oh no no. Um, no, I I liked it overall. I thought this is one of those movies where I'm I can clearly see. It is just across the board well made. Like across oh, yeah. the board, it is just yeah. well done as far as technically, yep. uh, uh, script writing, acting. Yep. Across the board, it is very very well done. It's not my favorite movie because the same. I agree with you. There's there wasn't really an emotional connection to anybody, um, and everyone's kind of annoying or the worst. Yeah, kind of. So there's no one to root for. So that kind of bugs me sometimes in movies. 
Um, no one it's really kind of... had any charm, if that makes sense. I yeah, didn't. No. I didn't think because even like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like everyone in that movie is kind of a dick. Oh yeah, but but they're they so charming that yeah. <laughs> that you like them. There wasn't really any of that with any of these characters, even. No. Um, no. which I I mean, obviously that was all the point. So it was one of those where it's like, I get it. I totally get it. Everything about it. It it wasn't my favorite movie, but I still I, I still really enjoyed it. And I thought the story was was a lot of fun. And I loved the I love probably my favorite thing was just the tonal shifts throughout oh, the yeah. movie. That was my yeah, favorite like, what, part of the movie. Because like what I was trying to think, what genre would this fall under? Like thriller? It's like, th- yeah, it's like drama th- thriller. But the first okay. half of it is not a thriller. I, I know. It, it reminded... The only movie... I, I was trying to think of a movie that kind of comes to mind, and I couldn't really compare this with anything. It's no, I mean, so it's, unique. Um, it definitely, yeah, it definitely it's so credit, different. It's, it's and, unique and un, un, unpredictable, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, definitely unpredictable. I had no idea what was going to happen. I my, was like, fav- oh. my favorite part of the decision-making of this movie was... Or where I was like, okay, that's a good idea. Um, spoilers, also by the way, um, oh. was when the the original land um um uh maid land, uh, or house, whatever, yeah house house housekeeper housekeeper when yeah. she gets kicked down the stairs and she's oh, yeah. not dead. That was one of my favorite choices in the movie. Where yeah, because I, was like, I oh, assumed obviously she was. she's dead, and then this is gonna be a whole other, and she wasn't, and I was like, yeah. Okay, and but then she does die. But that was so much better done that way, not being just typical by the book situation. Oh, and yeah. that was one thing I clearly noticed. Where I was like, all right, that was well done, and and it added to the realism of the movie. Yeah, I can see why everyone likes it because yeah, it's like it doesn't follow any classic trope. Is yeah, it's not like oh, I've seen this movie before. I mean, again, like this is unlike a movie I've ever seen before. Totally is- unique. Whereas 1917 is also unlike a movie I've never seen before, but for different reasons. But right. um, yeah, it's yeah, it's like I want to love it, but I, I just again I don't have any emotional connection. When it ended, I was like, okay, that was good. What was I supposed to get out of that? Um, yeah. But like, here's my here's my question: Do we think it would be as highly um, beloved and rated if it wasn't foreign film? If it was American production? You know, typical actors, some director like, I don't know, Darren Aronofsky, do we think it would be as highly regarded? I say no. Um, I I say almost. Yeah. If, uh, almost. I, I, I do think it would um, almost be the same because I mean, the, this, story's, yeah. the story's fantastic. It, it's fantastic. I, I it's it's so. Yeah, it's so different and it's so relatable and I don't know. It's so real. Like everything about it oh, feels it very real. The whole part of the movie, you're like, this could happen. Like yeah. the, the, that's one of the things that makes it so good and makes the thriller aspect so much better. It's yeah. like, this is, it doesn't go over the top until the huh. end, I guess it doesn't yeah, really go over the top at all. And so it's very, and I think that adds to kind of the terror element in certain aspects oh, yeah, yeah. where you're like this, this, this could happen. Um, this has one of the scariest shots I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I've never, I've never, 
I honestly can't think of one, at least not in recent memory, where I'm like, the one I, where, that was terrifying. This is the one where she was talking about the, the son's interaction with the ghost. Yep. Yeah, that, that was that, terrifying. I started thinking about that while I was trying to sleep the other night. And that <laughs> doesn't happen to me. I don't get affected by stuff ever. And that was the single that that was my that was one of the scariest shots I've ever seen in a movie. It really was, yeah. With, it, it with just the way that... the story was being told and with what you already know. Yeah. Oh my and the, gosh. In the in the way this shot was framed. It was oh perfect. my gosh, it was terrifying. The way the eyes yeah, bug out. Oh, oh my god, gosh. Yeah. It was, so it was far away, it wasn't up close. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. That was great. Um no, I ultimately I would say I, I I really did like this movie. I just didn't quite like it as much as maybe other people did. And I have a few just a few little things, but ultimately I think this is very good. Um But but this is the thing, I'm trying to think of if I'd really go out of my way to watch this again. And I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't. Because like, sure. you because I saw it literally the night before you saw it and yeah. you would ask me if I wanted to go. And it's like if I hadn't seen it already, I totally would have. I'm sure. like I've seen it. I don't need to see it again. Well, I wouldn't want to see it like right away. I definitely don't. Sure. I'm not jumping to go see it again like now. But I, I don't know. But what I'm, I'm trying to think if like if 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 it came up or, um, or or I found it somewhere or something like that. I'm like I would probably watch this. I would probably watch this movie again at some point. Or maybe yeah. watch it with someone else who hadn't seen it. Like I was like I yeah. I think I think I could watch this again. I, I, yeah, I think I, it's, I'd probably I think do that. Watch enough. it with someone else to see the reaction. But that might be it for me. Yeah, but I but ultimately I did enjoy this movie. I gave it four stars. Um, yeah, I gave it four mainly just for yeah the the quality of filmmaking. That that's the other thing that you can't that can't be argued is no, how no. well of a movie as 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 in um, I don't know how to word it like as far as a production craftsmanship yeah yeah and yeah. yeah craftsmanship goes it, it's it's fantastic camera shots camera work oh yeah, oh, yeah. tone uh, script. All that stuff, great, great, fantastic. The turn at the end, I thought was a little bit over the top for the way the movie was, but I yeah. still think it worked with sure, everything they set up. It's kind of ambiguous to the ending. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I didn't even mean that. I just meant when everything goes to hell. Oh well, yeah. That that's kind of yeah. At that point, I almost felt like a different movie. It's a little over the top with how tonally down everything else is. Yeah, but, I mean, because she but kills him with a. A kebab that has like sausages on it, like, and then the dogs are eating it. Like, what? Yeah, it's a little weird, but yeah. it still works. With and it, and it the earned stuff it. that's been set up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it does. And then with the dad snapping and killing the other thing, like all that stuff. I did not see that. I did not see that coming. I did. I did. I, I thought he was it. gonna save. I thought he was gonna save the little kid and then nope. be like rewarded and they'd be wealthy. Like, nope, I don't know. nope, 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 no. I knew he was gonna kill him. I knew he was gonna kill him from when uh, they were hiding under the table. Yeah, yeah. When he, they, as soon as he brings up the whole smell. Yep. As yeah. soon as that happened, I was like, no, he's definitely, it's definitely gonna kill him. Like, I, I knew yeah. that was gonna happen. Um, but I still think it was done really well. Oh sure. Uh, I also thought it was interesting. The weird, another weird part was the weird relationship between the son and the 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 the, the, the girl daughter. he was tutoring. Yeah, that was weird. Came out of nowhere, and then doesn't just really go anywhere. Does but but it does. Everyone keeps arguing that, but it does. It does go somewhere. She saved his well, life. Yeah, because she finds him. Sure, he would be dead if it wasn't That's for true. that. And I don't think enough people realize that. So I liked that. Um, I thought it was and... interesting how he wasn't dead. 
He was like the yeah. first person, and you're like, oh, he's dead right away. Oh, he's yeah, the first. I mean, and then I, I he wasn't. Was, <laughs> you're like, of all the people. one hit, maybe. But then, like, yeah, but he hits him again. Like, okay, yeah. he's definitely dead. And then and then he wasn't. So I was, uh, nope. that was, again, every single turn, It it's not just typical movie results, which, yeah. uh, which was cool. The twist was awesome with the fact that the housekeeper had been living, doing the same thing, living in, in the house. Like, all I that stuff was just so well done. Yeah. So uh, yeah, ultimately, yeah, really good. Um, I I I would have picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to win Best Picture. Yeah, but, I would like to see that or 1917. Uh, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, and Ford vs Ferrari. I all went back. Uh, I all went back and watched the movie again the very next day in the theater. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not not quite and, the same with. Uh, and to with me, it's movie. like, and uh, why well, I'm kind of disappointed that Parasite won is that the last. I mean, easily five best picture winners are, are all good movies, but movies no one remembers. Yeah. I mean, it's like Parasite, I'm sure people remember more, definitely more so than Green Book or Shape of Water, but yes. It's like, but a film like 1917 or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like, those are going to be rewatched over and over again. And those are like truly had a profound impact on me when I when I saw them. I agree. Uh, even Ford vs. Ferrari, I'd put up That's there it. too. Um, yeah, so I agree. But anyway, very good movie. Not mad that it won. Um, no, it's definitely not at the point where I'm like, oh, that totally didn't deserve to win. No, no, not not that far. But uh, I would have preferred Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, that's all I've seen. So we've talked enough about that. We've talked way too long about everything, but we already knew that was going to happen. So that's fine. Do our movie swap quick. Yeah, moving on to movie swap. This one, uh, this one will be quick. So, all right, for movie swap, I watched. The Rock, the Michael Bay movie from 1997, and Ian watched Groundhog Day, a movie I still can't believe he hadn't seen, um, from uh, 1993. So, all right, I'll start off with The Rock. The Rock is a very interesting movie. It is, uh, it's it's early Michael Bay. This is uh, right after Bad Boys. Okay. Or maybe no, maybe before. After. It's right around the same time. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember what was first, but uh, I don't even know what to think about this movie. It was so yeah. weird. It was so weird, and I wanted to like it more than I did because I liked all way. the before. I liked all the performers. Sean Connery's great. Um, He's the best. It was funny not seeing him for like the first thirty minutes of the movie, and then I was like. Oh, this is kind of weird. And then he gets this big dramatic intro. And I was like, okay, that's why we haven't seen yeah. him. We haven't seen him till now. Um, I thought Nicolas Cage was great. Um, I really enjoyed Nicolas Cage in that role in this movie. He like, he did a, he did a, um, he, he like towed this line between going full Nick Cage yeah. and not quite, which, which is, it's fun. Even though I, I do love full Nick Cage too. Oh, of um, it is fun watching him kind of toe that line and every now and then stuff comes out and you're like, okay, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) but then he reins it back in so that I do like watching him play with that in movies. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's definitely like the character wasn't supposed to be Nicholas cage. It was supposed to be typical, like young, like good guy that you root for, but it's like Nicholas cage, the the Nick cage would come out. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it helps. I think it helps the character. Otherwise the character's boring. Yeah, otherwise um, it would be like Chris O'Donnell or somebody. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Ed Harris is always good in every movie. Sure. So I like I like watching him. A lot of cameos. 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of weird cameos in this movie. That's yeah. that's that's for sure. It, it's it's the this might be the ultimate that guy movie. Oh, it definitely is. Like yeah. I don't know any of these people's names, but I'm like, oh, that guy and Jealousy that guy McGinley, and Michael that guy Bean. and yep. and Tony Todd and all these people. Where I'm like, oh yeah, you and you and you and I don't remember any of your names. <laughs> exactly. No, you're definitely right. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, the the script is typical Michael Bay terrible ridiculous um but but still kind of fun yeah i mean it was it was good i i enjoyed it i did i didn't love it as much as i kind of was hoping to like it though just just with with all the factors involved and and goofy over the top michael bay which i do enjoy i enjoy the nicholas cage i enjoy sean connery as that character um i i enjoy these pieces but i don't know it was weird because the fact that it all takes place on just the one place like i would have enjoyed this movie if it was more bigger scale as far as not just all alcatraz one location i feel like i might have enjoyed it a little bit more like if we had like a big car chase or something in there Um, yeah but but ultimately i but ultimately i enjoyed it i enjoyed it it was good yeah yeah, like it's a movie that a lot of people love, and I'm the same way. I just I never liked it as much. Even my dad loved it. Like, my dad is the I, same like, way. Like my dad was like, I wanted to love this movie, and I just don't. Yeah, yeah. It's like again, I love parts of it, but uh, overall, the movie just kind of, I don't. Yeah, it's it just kind of meh by the end. Yeah, yeah. It's it like, goes on too long. Of, it's too long. That's too. another problem. That it needed too. to be like under two hours. Yeah, when Ed Harris is killed, it's like, okay, isn't that kind of the end of the movie? It's like, no, we still have two bad guys. Like, oh, okay. The, the, and it doesn't make any sense. Why are they still fighting yeah. at the end? They got rid of all the rockets. There's nothing else to do. Like, why are these people still yeah, fighting? No. I don't understand. So that, oh, that didn't oh, make any and sense. The fact that the, oh, and the fact that a whole team of Navy SEALs like just go out in like two minutes. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a little interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, ultimately, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's fun. Fun. It's it's mindless yeah. fun action movie. It really is, yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie came out in 1996. It, let's see, let's look at this budget for this movie. 75 million dollar budget. It made 335 million dollars. So, oh wow, did pretty well. Did pretty well. Um, it has a 7.4 on IMDb. It's got a 3.4, which shocks me, on Letterboxd. I know, right? And it has a 60% critic rating, Rotten Tomatoes, 85% uh, viewer rating. People so love it. People really... This It is weird. I, I'm surprised with how much people like this movie. But ultimately, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. All right, so Ian watched Groundhog Day. I did, yeah. It was a movie I'd never seen before. And still I'm can't, that's still fascinating. I know it's just weird. It's kind of like playing sharings and automobiles. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a movie I I really enjoyed. Um, it, it's not it's definitely not as funny as like you know Caddyshack or Stripes or uh, some of his other movies. But like I I really liked it because when you think about it, it's really more of a romantic comedy than just yeah. a comedy. Yeah, no, it is. And I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting like dark. Like I was expecting <laughs> like the first like how it is the first twenty minutes. Like, just that dark, cynical, sarcastic Bill Murray humor. Uh, which I do love. Oh, it's um, great. But yeah, but then it, it, it really kind of takes a turn um, when, like, you know, when the whole movie kind of becomes about him um, trying to woo um, Andy McDowell, who I liked a lot in this movie. I really liked her character. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was, it, was, it was really enjoyable. Um, it's, it's a premise that, like, 
you know, I've seen done before the whole like relive a day or uh, obviously like live, die, repeat or uh, source code, those types of movies. And I don't know, I always like it, but this is obviously not a serious take on that. This is what I like about this movie is more like realistic. If you think about it, because like if you found out there were no consequences, yeah, you would do whatever you wanted. You would, <laughs> you would, you would rob a bank or whatever. You would, you would kill yourselves in all the different ways. You would right. sleep with whoever you wanted. Those, like, those. Okay, I think my favorite characters in this movie are the two guys from the bowling alley. Um, oh, the, yeah, he gets, uh, those, he gets in the car with. Those guys are like my favorite <laughs> side characters in this movie. Those guys are hilarious. Like, yeah, hey, uh, when he just, when they're like, when he just is asking them, he's like, what would you do if there was no tomorrow? Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, if there's nothing else. And he's like, well, and they're just both drunk. And the other two are just like, well, if there's not, well, man, that'd be, that mean there'd be no hangovers, no, <laughs> no anything. We could do whatever we wanted. And then that's when he realizes he's like, oh, yeah, I could. And then he just goes <laughs> over and hits the mailbox and starts running over stuff. And the guy's just like, Hey Phil, if we wanted to hit mailboxes, we could let Ralph drive. And that, that, that's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Yeah, I love, I love how like surprisingly fine they are with him, like just running from the cops and stuff. Yeah, but then when when he's when he's like, and he starts laying off all these rules, like clean your room, you know, don't chew your mouth, all this stuff, don't drive on the train tracks. And then he's just like, uh, Phil, that's one I have to agree with. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, those guys are great. Unsung characters, I think, in this movie. No, they really were. Uh, The the part I love the most, though, is is probably when uh, I forget, like, how many days he's gone through. But it's when he, you know, he's encountering that really annoying Ned uh, Dwyerson guy or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Ned Dwyerson. And, like, he just doesn't care. Yeah, he's just like, Ned? (laughs) And just knocks him out. (laughs) Because, you know, that's all he's wanted to do the whole time. Yeah, uh, that is that's that guy's that that's another great character. Yeah, and, I forget uh, his name, but yeah, I've seen him in so many things. Um, it's a uh, it's Stephen to- uh, Toblowski. Yeah, it's like Tob- again, if Tobolsky. you saw him, you'd recognize him from. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's always funny. Oh yeah, that's 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 great. That's great. Yeah, no, it's it's directed by Harold Ramis, and I I love Harold Ramis. I think he wrote it too. Um, um I believe so. Pretty sure, yeah. But uh, now it's like it just uh, once again just shows how how talented he was. R.I.P. I, lo- I love Harold Ramis, but now it was, it was really I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, it was. It's great. I I, I love this movie. This is one of the handful of movies rewatch every year on Groundhog Day. And yeah, uh, I would I will definitely rewatch it again. Just just works works great for that. All right, this movie came out in 1993, had a budget of just over 14 and a half million dollars. And it made just under $71 million um, worldwide gross. So did did pretty well. But it's even bigger now than it probably was even then. So Yeah, I think this classifies as a cold hit. Definitely. Uh, it's got an 8.0 on IMDb. It's got a 3.9 on Letterboxd. It's got a 96% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 88% audience rating. So very, very highly regarded uh, comedy. Definitely one of the top rated uh, Bill Murray movies for sure. Probably, if not, it's probably, um, that probably might be his highest rated as far as his like, comedy movies um, critic rated on Rotten Tomatoes. It might be. It's got to be one of the uh-huh. top top highest ones at 96%. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he carries the whole movie. Um. 
All right. So now, moving on for next week. Um, Ian, do you know what you want me to watch? I think so. Yeah. All right. Let me go ahead. Um, I just have one question. So you have seen Sky High? I have. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Like again, I I couldn't tell you a whole lot about it from what I remember. I just remember like Kurt Russell and dang it and uh. Yeah, bits and pieces, but uh, yeah, I should have said no. I should have just rewatched it. Ah, uh, yes, you should, because I wanted you to watch that. Because I thought of that uh, movie the other day, and so I rewatched it, and it is one of my favorite movies ever. It is so funny, for especially for a 2005 sure, you, you, Disney movie, like straight off a Disney Channel movie. This movie is so great, and so I don't care if you've seen it already. You're gonna watch it yeah, again. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can pick it. All right, yeah. That works because that movie is wonderful. It is so, it is so good. It it does not get enough credit for being a a great superhero movie. It it is probably top five, maybe higher, all time favorite Kurt Russell role roles. Oh, I love Kurt Russell in this movie, what? and he what? is having so much fun being this character, and he is perfect for this type of over the top superhero dad and um man so many like so many good adult characters in this movie i mean freaking um oh my gosh i just totally blanked on his name how did i blank on this guy's name bruce campbell good grief oh god yeah yeah (laughs) one of my favorite bruce campbell roles Fantastic. I mean, Kelly Preston oh, is great. That was, another, that was something we didn't mention. Freaking Sam Raimi doing a Doctor oh, Strange. Jeez, yeah, we didn't do that. I that's not official yet. But man, I hope not? that happens. No, it's not official. I, I, I hope it happens. But at the same time, I'm like, are they going to actually let him make the movie he wants to? Though, uh, I think that's the only way he'd do it. So I think yes. If he ends up doing it, then yes. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. I guess if he signs on, it will mean that. Yeah, they'll at least give him some leeway, but that'd be awesome. But yeah, it's like, I just worry about that because Disney is known for killing directors. True, true. But I, I, I hope so. So, uh, sure. so yeah, that that is going to be awesome if if that does happen. Um, yeah, I should be excited about a future Marvel movie. Yeah, so that that would make me that would that would be another one in the couple that would make me excited about it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I don't even care. You're watching Sky High because it's so much. It's so much freaking fun. <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah, I completely forgot about that movie. So I, I remember seeing that in the theater when I was nine, I think, when it came out. No, I was ten. I was ten when it came out, and uh, I remember seeing this in theaters. I remember when this came out. Love this movie then, and it holds up. Every bit of it holds up to to this day. So, Dave Foley might be un uh, like under underrated as one of the best characters in this movie too. He's he's fantastic. But anyway, all right. You're watching Sky High. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, I think I'm just going to have you watch a movie that um, I enjoy uh, more and more every time I see it. It was a good movie when it came out. It didn't get a whole lot of buzz like it should have, uh, but screw it. You're going to watch uh, American Gangster. Oh, okay. My dad just was watching that movie, I think, the other day, to be honest. Yeah, Russell Crowe, uh, Denzel Washington. 2007, really Scott, obviously, uh, but a whole bunch of other people. Chevy Pill, Edge of Four, Josh Brolin, Don Hawks, like a huge cast and kind of a big, epic kind 
kind of scope movie um, about the real story of a uh, Frank Lucas and the kind of the drug trade and uh, New York and stuff in the seventies. And uh, yeah, so it's a really interesting movie. Uh, it just covers like all this stuff, like about the, the time period, Vietnam, the FBI, drugs, all this stuff. Uh, but no, it's just really entertaining. And yeah, I think you'll like it. All right. Fair enough. So for next week, Ian's watching Sky High and I'm watching American Gangster. Perfect. All right. Now that we're an hour into the show, time to actually get to the main event, which we got to talk about. 1966 Batman TV show. We watched a couple more episodes. We watched The Penguin Goes Straight. Not yet. He ain't. (laughs) Uh, One, that is the best two-part name for any episode so far. By far. Because they actually go together unlike most of the others and i think it it literally is the ep- is what happens in both episodes so yeah, that's everything. that's fantastic um another thing before we even get into the details of this episode ian this is by far the weirdest episode we've watched i think by far this has so many things and this show is all about the ridiculous over the top campy just goofy um that's part of the humor stuff that just makes no sense when they say stuff this takes it to a whole nother level. This felt like they did not even care with with some of the the level of ridiculous stuff that happens in this episode. Huh, sure. uh, yeah, there's so many moments where you're just like, they didn't even care. Like, just oh, it's it is a uh, it, it it might be the weirdest episode we've seen. This is episode 21 and 22, and I think it might be the weirdest one. Well, you'll have to do most of the re- recapping because I saw them Monday, and it's like I'm trying to remember everything that freaking happened. Um, well, the the gist of it is Penguin has been released from prison, and he's been trying to go straight. He's been trying to get in with the elite um, of Gotham, which, I mean, that fits right with the Penguin character. And, um, you know, he's slowly trying to get in. Well, then he starts to foil crimes, and right. he's uh, now trying to champion himself as a crime fighter in Gotham and of course you know Batman and Robin have their qualms about that and don't don't quite trust him and so that's kind of the the gist of the plot of the episode is um and then he's slowly trying to basically frame Batman and Robin as as criminals at the same time which happens a lot in this show so that's that's kind of the goal and that's kind of what's happening it definitely at one point goes to the furthest, you know, it's ever gone uh, in terms yep. of like Batman and Robin actually being wanted. Yes, it does. Um, but as far as just straight up weird, that is that is this episode. Um, it definitely went outside the box. Yeah. So. So, OK, so it starts off penguins at a theater performance and they as they're clearing out. You know, a masked guy with a machine gun comes out and Penguin, you know, stops the robbery. He has a bulletproof un- umbrella and is able to knock the robber out and save everyone there. Um, one of the people there is Sophia Starr, who's famous for some reason. She's just, they don't, there's no reason. They don't say why. She's just a famous rich lady. And um, so she starts to take a liking to him because penguin helps save her and the police are just baffled 
They're like, this doesn't make any sense. What is the penguin doing? That he's he's a bad guy. So of course they call Batman. And it right off the bat, this is when you know, all right, this episode's weird. Because Gordon calls he picks up a bat phone, calls it. You have Alfred sitting there dusting or whatever, he's polishing the the bust, the Shakespeare bust, and the phone goes off, and he is annoyed with the phone <laughs> going off. I've never seen that yet. Alfred yeah, just like gives a big like ugh and then picks up the phone. He's like, All right, Commissioner, I'll I'll go and get him. And I'm like, what is going on with Alfred? Like he's <laughs> you, he's yeah. anno- he's annoyed. I've never seen Alfred annoyed before. It's such a weird choice. Because there's must no have reason just been the actor. <laughs> yeah. It, Alan Napier just must have been just out of it that day. I don't know. He's not feeling it. This must have been like take twelve. And he's like, Yeah, just maybe yeah. stop. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I can see that. It is so weird, though, because it, it is just totally not like the character. Um, so right off the bat, you're like, all right, this is weird. And, um, of course, Bruce and Dick are, are putting. And um, so they, they they go back to the cops, and they're, they're, they're talking. They're trying to figure out if he actually could, you know, have gone straight. And they're like, well, if only we could talk to him. And like, well, why don't we why don't you guys interrogate the robber? And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Never even thought of that. So they, <laughs> then we have an interrogation scene where they're sitting in a dark room with a light, like the stereotypical police thing. <laughs> but it doesn't, they've never interrogated someone before. No, clearly. Like they're sitting there and they're just like, all right, who's the penguin? You know who the penguin is. Tell us who the penguin is. And he's just like, who? You're like, okay, man, come on. Like, it's one thing to not be working with. There's another thing to be like, who's the penguin? Like, oh my yeah. gosh, this is so dumb. Well, this this robber really isn't the the, the smartest in any no, way, as, no, as you see. No, he's not. And then, you know, Chief O'Hare is like, come on, you. Uh, we know you've been working with him and, and tell us. And he's like, uh, you guys read too many comic books, which is one, a great line. Two, Chief O'Hare gets so insulted, he's about to hit him from that yeah. line, which... <laughs> why why is that why is that rile up chief o'hara so bad the insinuation uh, I, I that he reads you. comic books <laughs> i i don't understand it doesn't make any sense um so oh my gosh that that's just that's funny so he's not talking and so you see commissioner gordon and chief o'hara stand up they do not walk away from this guy. They're still standing right <laughs> next to him, but they stand up to then talk to each other like he's not right there. Yeah, like he can't like, hear them. This tactic isn't working. We better try the other one. And you're like, wait, but but he's right there. They didn't even walk away. <laughs> like, I don't understand. So he leaves. And then all of a sudden, you have Batman and Robin dancing, casting a shadow on the wall. And that terrifies this guy. So yeah, much that he stands up and knocks himself out running into the wall. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that it makes no sense. Be, they're not even, they're be, just dancing. Yeah, it'd be one thing if Batman did his classic silhouette. It's like, oh, crap, Batman's here. And it's like, that's scary. But no, it's literally him like, he, 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 like holding up his cape and like, <laughs> but then he's like, oh my God, there are bats here. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's not even scared because it's Batman. He thinks there's bats there from that. From a human-sized person waving a cape. Yeah, it's it's very puzzling. Oh, my gosh. Like, I I just started laughing, and then that guy started screaming, and it made me start laughing even harder. (laughs) It was 
Oh, it was hilarious. Um, so now though, the police have put a tail on Penguin, so they're, 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 they're at least, you know, doing that, and he's at the Millionaires Club, because of course every city just has the Millionaires Club. Sure. And, and yeah, you know, of course, very exclusive. Right. So, um, of course, he has to take, take off Batman and Robin take off towards, towards uh, um, the Millionaires Club to to investigate. And there, there's uh, uh one of the guys in the sauna is getting um, harassed kidnapped? or I guess yeah. attempted to be kidnapped by two goons, and Penguin. Well, Penguin, Penguin saves him. So, so that's good. Which is weird, but he saves yeah, I mean, him, what? and he's of course in the sauna, still wearing his hat and gloves, <laughs> and has an umbrella and the cigar in the holder. Oh, of course, in the steam room, because you know, of course, and also he's wearing like a smock or something. It's, yeah, no way. It's it, not a towel. No, it's it's very odd. But of course, he had to wear that because Burgess Meredith had the fat suit on underneath. Yeah, it. yeah, of course. So you know, you can't have him, you know, a small Burgess Meredith without a shirt on it, it just wouldn't work so they had to <laughs> no. figure something out um he also has flippers on i forgot about that i'm yeah, not sure why he has flippers that's weird yeah. um so of course batman and robin show up thinking penguin's trying to kidnap the guy but then the guy tells him that he's actually a hero so that confuses them all the more and then there's a great moment when batman and robin like walk away to talk to themselves and as they're doing that, Penguin like walks over <laughs> and just talk, starts talking to them anyway. Where I'm like, oh, why yeah. <laughs> doesn't this happen all the time? Like, <laughs> that was great. Um, I thought I thought that was very funny. So uh, and then Penguin says that he's he's now becoming a crime fighter, um, and his first client is Sophia Star to protect her jewels. And they're like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense, having a criminal protect. Uh, jewels so that's yeah i'm known thief yeah so of course they're skeptical of that so what their plan is is to plant fake jewels instead and replace the real jewels with fake jewels which they're gonna have a tracker in them or they they're doing that thing where they lace them with radioactivity like they did in the catwoman episode so that they can track penguin that's their plan oh, yeah, yeah but of course you know they can't get anywhere near those so we get to see undercover Alfred again, which yeah, is always Alfred fun. Gets to do something. So he poses as an insurance investigator, I guess. I'm not really sure what he yeah, was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But he he gets to take pictures of the uh, of the jewels, and um, it's also funny because the name that he uses is Floyd's of Dublin, which is obviously a play on the Lloyd's of London. Uh, insurance thing which is funny and um, but then apparently he also has to switch out the cigarette holder for one with a radio transmitter which if you're going to do that what what's the point of swapping the jewels out yeah that, that doesn't make any sense and also they just pause this and have a narrator be like Alfred you forgot you have to switch these out how oh, are yeah, you going to do that? Do a diversion. And you're just like, wait, what? Why are we having ah. the narrators say all this? Why couldn't Batman have said it then? It's like they filmed the other part of it and forgot to include that and then had yeah, to like, use a narrator to say it. Like, that's yeah, the only like maybe, thing I can think of. 
yeah, like the actor forgot and it's like, oh crap, how do, like we can't, we don't want to go back and refilm the whole thing and oh, just put in a narration. It's so bizarre. It is so. Yeah, weird. I, I didn't think about that. That was that was random. Um, so of course he tries to do that and he like sets off an explosion in his bag or something. Yeah, I didn't get up what that was. And he so he goes to planet, but of course penguin has a bug detector in his, his umbrella, handle. which. They should know because this happened when Bruce Wayne tried to go undercover in the last Penguin That's episode right. and tried to plant a bug at Penguin's factory. We know Penguin has anti-bug devices. Why would they think this would work? That's right, because I'm like, where have I seen this before where they plant a bug, but it, it gets discovered? Like, in oh, the wait, other Penguin, Penguin episode. Too. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is definitely the episode where Batman and Robin are the dumbest. Like, they are at the wheel. They are not good in this episode. It only gets worse from here yeah they don't even, they don't even turn on the freaking anti-theft batmobile device well I, they did that on purpose oh that's that. right yeah but still. Um, so uh but so he's gonna go after alfred but of course alfred literally pulls the rug out from under penguin <laughs> yeah. and that's how he escapes and he doesn't even run away he still like slowly picks up his stuff oh, and yeah, like no. walks he, out the door penguin had plenty of time. <laughs> you, you know alf you know alan napier's like i'm not running Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. He's so, like, I'm not even bending down to lift that rug. It's like, it's the weakest scene ever. Yeah, that was very funny. Um, So, but anyway, they are able to create fake jewels. We don't know how, but yeah. they, they do somehow. And they're going to go switch them with the real ones. Now, they're walking up the wall, and Robin is concerned because they're they're literally committing a crime doing this. They are yeah, stealing that's... jewels and breaking in. To Sophia Star's apartment. And Robin even may you know, he even says that. But Batman says that yeah, protecting private property is too important. Um which doesn't really make any sense, but uh, okay. So they they start to break in, and of course Penguin we found out earlier that Penguin knew that they're uh were uh, expecting this. Of course. Um Penguin's way ahead of them. So he sets his own trap. Um, at the thing and is able to jump out and catch Batman and Robin with his uh, two thugs and there's a fight and Batman and Robin of course escape but then Star calls the police and Penguin calls the uh, newspapers and well Batman and Robin were trying to steal the jewels there's no way Just around like it that. Yeah, no now way around it and now so now, now they're criminals they're wanted, wanted criminals um <laughs> Yeah, they brought this on themselves. I'm not gonna lie. This, is, uh, yeah, they. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah. This is really dumb. Like everything they do in this episode makes no sense, and is yeah, very, really very awesome. poorly thought out. Like for characters that are as smart as these two, they are really dumb in these two episodes. Uh, really dumb. So Penguin then has a random party for some reason at the amusement park, and of course Commissioner Gordon tells. Batman and Robin not to go, but because he'd have to arrest them. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Batman, of course, just totally ignores it and goes anyway, and they're immediately ambushed by Penguin. I'm telling you, <laughs> these are the most incompetent versions of Batman and Robin we have seen yet in this show. Yeah, they literally just have like an umbrella dropped on them. Yeah, they're dumb. Uh, they then get tied up next to the shooting range or behind, Be- or behind, the, the, shoot, behind yeah. the shooting range, and um, Penguin then gives loaded umbrella guns to Gordon and O'Hara to shoot these balloons that are on, like, targets, but that are right in front of Batman and Robin. 
and just like, hey, you shoot these balloons and Penguin will donate to the uh, policeman's fund Charity. or whatever it is. Yeah. And they're like, well, uh, we, we can do that. And that's where the uh, that's where the cliffhanger hits is right there. Batman and Robin tied up unconscious. And they're about to be shot dead by the police captain and the commissioner. <laughs> to be honest, that not a bad cliffhanger. No, it's definitely not a, a bad cliffhanger. Uh, I'll yeah, give him yeah. that. Um, now, of How course, it got there is a little contrived, but makes sure. no sense. But it's fine. Now, of course, these aren't even supposed to be real, like loaded guns. Or they're right, supposed to yeah, be little pelicans, whatever in them. Um, but fortunately, again, this is when this episode just doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin like lift themselves up to where they're horizontal. I don't know how the physics of that work, but they must be just really core strength strong. Yeah, I can believe that. And they they hold their feet up to the curtain, and when they and that that saves them because. Batman lets us know that they have bulletproof souls. <sighs> I, I have a few questions. They, I'm telling you, they did not care. They, they didn't no. care with this episode. They're just like, we don't care. We'll just do whatever. Have them have bulletproof I mean, shoes. Why not? Like you would think they would just like have something where they somehow get free. He deploys a bat shield or whatever. It's like okay, right? Yeah, but no. It's like somehow their their feet. Take every shot perfectly. It's like the Commissioner Gordon or Chief O'Hara don't aim anywhere else. Right. It's like they just hit their feet and yeah. Uh, and then he says that like the jolt from the shot has loosened the bat knife. Oh, and that then somehow starts... got in his hand. Right, which is in his hand. Like, that yeah, you, like you never sense. see him like, yeah. And then they cut himself loose. Sure. Um, you know, Penguin, of course, is super happy about this, gives them a check, and goes to get rid of the bodies, but the bodies are gone. So, that's not good for Penguin. And, uh, so Batman and Robin, they're not doing well. You know, they're they're literally fugitives. <laughs> and then Batman's like, er, Robin's like, we can get him now. You know, attempted murder. And he's like, well, technically, Robin, the police captain and commissioner were the ones who fired the shots. And we can't say anything because we are trespassing. <laughs> because Penguin legally rented this. And, and they were trespassing. So we have That's no case. Um, I'm pretty sure it's still attempted murder. Yeah, but, still kidnapping. Yeah. You know, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> that was that was funny, though. That that rationale explanation was made me laugh. <laughs> um, so then... They go, or Penguin and Sophia Star are mad that, that Batman hasn't, Batman and Robin haven't been brought in, so they, they go to Commissioner Gordon's office and make him uh, use the bat phone to tell Batman to turn himself in, and Batman says that he'll show up at Penguin's office, agent his agency, in 25 minutes, which is a weird number. You don't usually hear 25 minutes. Yeah, so well, and I just round up to 30. Yeah, I'm not sure, but because uh, <laughs> Batman can get there in 25, I guess. I don't know. Perfect timing. Uh, so Penguin, you know, is ready for an attack, so he asks for police production, which Commissioner Gordon agrees to, but then there's no police there, so... No, it's like they they hide. Is that what it is? Because we hear police sirens, like, oncoming for a while, like they're on their way, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird. So they get up, and they're pretending to, like, be insane, 
I have oh, no I idea. It's they're so weird. they're they're like <laughs> twitching and acting like they're insane due to pressure. <laughs> I I I have no idea why. But uh, anyway, a big fight happens, and of course the police now show up, and they try and run run away. But the chops the the uh, cops keep keep stopping them, and then they're shot dead. <laughs> in an now, alley. Now, yeah, in an alley. Now before this. When they were driving there, he said to call, he told Robin to call Commissioner Gordon and give him instructions. So, we 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 feel like something's going on. Sure. But it's still very bizarre, and I can only think of a kid watching this show in 1966. Oh my god, yeah. And also, I was thinking, why is that not the cliffhanger? Oh my god, well, because part, people would have a freaking party type back then. I know, imagine how amazing that would have been. Maybe it was that would too be, much. That would be pretty ballsy, yeah. <laughs> it might have been too much. I don't know, but I thought that would have been a better cliffhanger. Oh, sure. Than being dead. Um, yeah, how, how will Batman and Robin come back to life this time? <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't do that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, of course, Penguin then goes and steals the Batmobile. And uh, they do a big, you know, there's a press conference about the death of the Cape Crusaders. They're going to still be buried with honors, even though they, <laughs> they died as fugitive, which is funny. Uh, Penguin adds his own little touches to the Batmobile to make it a more of a Penguin mobile. By by that I mean he literally puts an umbrella on top and puts a Penguin logo on the side. That's really it. That's about it. But um, so he's pretending to be a crime fighter, you know, stopping different robberies that he sets up while he's driving around with Sophia Star. And then we immediately see Batman and Robin watching from the Batcave. Like they are, they do not hold that out for long. Like yeah, it's, it's not very climactic how they're you know, revealed to be alive. No, they're just kind of back watching on the Batcave and, and they're, you know, they're not dead. And we find nope. out cops are using blanks for the whole shootout, but you know, they're, they're pretending to be dead so that they can survey the Batmobile, uh, which they have equipped with cameras. And now when they're watching, we see the camera from outside the Batmobile <laughs> looking oh, yes. at it from the side. And Batman says they, they planted the cameras where? Like under the dashboard or something? Yeah, like in a trunk or something. Yeah. yeah. In like, and I'm like, that's one, that's a dumb idea because you can't see anything that from in yeah. there. And two, what are you watching? You have a cameraman <laughs> following them around, clearly. Uh, so, yeah, the, the um, where cameras are supposed to be positioned in this show yeah, we, does not add up. No, no, it doesn't. Like security cameras have a roaming camera that zooms in and follows people. Yeah, it doesn't. Although still plenty of movies make that mistake today where it's like, oh, this is security footage. And it's like, no, this is clearly footage you shot and then just made black and white. Right, right. Um, Yeah, so that doesn't quite hold up, but it it's fine. Uh, Penguin then asks Sophia Star to marry them, marry her, and then... Oh yeah, and this whole time we 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 in the other episode we saw Penguin talking to his goons, and he made a thing of how he turned down like a ten thousand dollar check as a reward, and they're like, "What is wrong with you?" And he's like, "No, I'm playing for the long haul." But I don't really know what his plan ultimately was, because it ends uh, up being he agrees to marry Sophia Star. There's a bunch of wedding gifts brought, and they're like rich gifts. And, um, the whole plan ends up being just to take those gifts and leave. Yeah, especially because they introduced early on that Sophia Star has like that that emerald that she always wears. Is like, right. oh, okay, so he's gonna go back for that somehow. But no, you know, right. he just wanted the 
<laughs> he wanted the wedding gift. There's no way his plan from the start was to get in good graces with people and then get off with wedding loot. Like, there's yeah, no it's, way. It's enough for her to marry him, too. Right. Um. Then he, he uh, when they're in the, the whatever random thing are, room that they're having the wedding in, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Um, they they set a bomb to burst the water pipes, which for some reason makes it rain inside. I, I don't know how. Here's what I think. I, I think for whatever reason, they just had a set that could rain water down and they just wanted to use it. Like, how do we incorporate this? <laughs> no, what they wanted was for everyone to have umbrellas. <sighs> but, but why? So that they could go crazy, because they had all those umbrellas left over from the last episode. Those crazy umbrellas. Oh, you're umbrellas. right. <laughs> they just had to reuse those props. So, Penguin's plan is to burst the water pipes to make it rain inside, but to keep the wedding going in the raining room and have people just wear umbrellas for it, because that is how it, that's how weddings work. <laughs> um, um, of course, the umbrellas are like the trick umbrellas from the last episode, which start exploding and confetti, confetti and everything going off and in the confusion the wedding gifts be they, they get taken by this like false wall or whatever yeah swapped out and um so then penguin's like oh there's a crime i have to go stop them so he runs away he also knocks out the commissioner in uh chief o'hara and then yeah. runs down to the batmobile with the wedding gifts that had all been sent down a chute into the trunk and um you know takes off um and all you know so he he he's taken all the gifts he's also left uh, Sophia Star at at the altar so not not a, not a great move doesn't meet her uh, no so Batman and Robin of course are watching on the bat cycle and uh they they have surveillance footage of penguin admitting to his crimes as well as him taking the gifts and everything so they they're building the case so they take off on the bat cycle and then as they're going they start. They can. Batman can take control from the Batmobile, uh, of the Batmobile from the Bat Cycle, and then starts just sending it all over the place. And uh, it, and there's a great moment when he ejects the two the henchmen. henchmen from the passenger seat, and like Penguin doesn't notice that <laughs> they explode and go flying out. And then a couple minutes, like a, a thirty seconds later, he like looks over and he's like, "Oh, where'd they go?" And it's like, wait, <laughs> what? How did you not hear the explosion when yeah, they you ejected? Yeah, that. Um, so that was funny. They then, of course, get Penguin. They tie him up, and they tie him to the hood of the car and drive him back to Gotham, which, which is kind yeah. of funny that they have him there. I don't know where the bat cycle went, though. Do you? Uh, no. Yeah, they, they, they never show that again. I mean, they had it, and then they drove back in the Batmobile. And yeah, him and Robin. So... I don't know. Not that Robin could drive it. Yeah. No, he can't drive. We 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 know that. Um, he's not old enough. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the bat cycle's gone. Um, then later we see that Gordon and O'Hara. Well, they've they've returned all the wedding gifts to Sophia Star, but she's still in love with Penguin and says that she'll she'll still marry him and try and reform him. And uh, they're like, oh well, then we'll bring Penguin in. And Penguin comes in. He's like. He just goes immediately to the wedding gifts. Like he's going to keep them or something. It's very it strange. It must have been something he really wanted, yeah. I guess. And so he's going over, swooning over them, and, and then she comes over and it's like, oh, I still love you, Penguin. And he's just like, what? No, 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 no. Take me back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. 
and then that's pretty funny. Yeah, and runs out. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's kind of re um, reaffirming the uh, the trend of women not being as smart as we're. Yeah, she's still in love with the penguin for some reason. Yeah, ping. Uh, yeah, women are are not. They're they, yeah, they're not. For they're sure. not very smart in this movie, except no. for Catwoman. She's the only one. Except for Catwoman, yeah. She's the only one, and she's sure. smarter than the other characters in in the movie. Oh God, yeah. Or in the the show, to be honest. But uh, yeah, this is a weird episode. Yeah, you might be right. This might be even weirder than uh, Joker goes to school or whatever. I mean, because, like, those are weird, but, like, they're consistent to yeah. the show. This doesn't even seem to be consistent to this show, which is already goofy. No, no. And there's so many things, so it's not just like, oh, that's over-the-top funny, or, oh, that's over-the-top. Right. It's just like, that just seems lazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, the raining room, which I still don't know why. I don't I don't get it. Um, I don't get it <laughs> at all. Uh. So let's see some other stuff in this um, episode. Yeah, that that interrogation scene might be my favorite part from these two. That was pretty funny. That it was just great. made me think of it. Just made me think of a Seinfeld where Newman is trying to interrogate Jerry under the light. <laughs> <laughs> pretty hot under his lights on Seinfeld. Yeah, it's like a classic cliche. Yeah, it it's pretty great. Um, although I don't know why it's never happened before. Isn't that like one hundred and one police work? But Anyway, yeah, good cop, bad cop. Also, yeah. the commissioner and chief of police aren't usually the one doing the interrogating. No, you, you do not want them in a room with a, a criminal, especially a violent criminal. Like, don't they have? They're behind the glass. Detectives for that and stuff, but yeah. you know that we don't have money for that, so that's fine. We did have one police officer speak at one point. Yeah, with a lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, we got another one to talk. That's good. Um, that's but yeah, and then Batman and Robin ruined that inquiry pretty pretty <laughs> quick. So that doesn't make any sense also i forgot to mention this um when the cops show up to attack bam and robin they just start firing away just they they don't even say like freeze or they just start firing at batman and robin with machine guns oh yeah their guns blazing in yeah it'd be one crowded thing area one. there's people walking around and they're just firing at everyone i mean to be fair they yeah, are they end, up, they, were... they end up being blanks but still like yeah. that's not proper procedure like come on Oh, like if you're wanted for murder and like killed a cop, you you know you're allowed to shoot on sight, but not like not for attempting to steal jewels. Yeah, it's a little swap out, little far. Uh, Burgess Meredith again is just great. He's having he so much great. fun with this. You know he loved yeah. playing this character, and oh. he just eats it up. Eats every time he's doing anything. It's just like, oh, it's so much fun to watch. He's he's having a blast. Yeah, that it's it's great. He's he's amazing. Um, the uh the bat cycle. This is the first appearance of the Bat Cycle. Is it and really? Yes, it is in the show. And it's a Harley Davidson. It's the only time it's a Harley Davidson ever. The We do not see the Bat Cycle again until the movie, which came oh, out wow. after this season was over. And it's a uh, it's a Yamaha. And then it's that same Bat Cycle used for the any other time it's used in the show. But mostly, apparently, it's just reused footage from the movie. Nice. Whenever we see a bat cycle again. Um, also, speaking of the movie, this was directed by Leslie H. Martinson, who is the director for the movie. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, the guy. The movie. Yeah, the movie is much better than than <laughs> these two episodes. episodes yeah. The movie's amazing. Um, again, that that's still such an underrated Batman movie, in my opinion. Oh, but, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, so this is uh that, that's that's pretty interesting for some of that stuff. But yeah, it it this is weird. It, it's 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 very weird and even like even to this show's standard, it, it it's weird. Yeah. Um because it's weird in different ways than the show normally is. So I think that's why. But yeah. uh still uh, I mean still not bad. It's still fun. Yeah, so entertaining, sure. Yeah. And, and hilarious, but maybe not as good as some of the others we've seen recently. Yeah, no, definitely not as good as uh, the Catwoman episodes for sure. No, no, Catwoman episodes were great. So, okay, this has both these episodes have a seven. They have a seven point nine and a seven point seven on IMDb, uh, respectively. So, so not not too bad of ratings. The other two episodes we'll do in a couple of weeks for this show. It'll be the Ring of Wax, and give them the axe. Not bad. So those are the next two, and it's gonna be uh, gonna be the Riddler. So we're gonna have some more Riddler coming up in two weeks when we get back to Dollar these tip. episodes. So yeah, I'm always down for seeing some some Frank Gorshin, some Frank Gorshin in action uh, as my favorite. So uh, next week we will be back in Batman the animated series. We'll have three more episodes to do. Um, I'm not quite sure what they are yet. I gotta look right. this up. Again, it's annoying trying to figure out the Premier order and of these. Yeah. So I gotta see where. It's gonna be where... kind of hard to follow up the the last three we had, which were pretty amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty much. It's gonna be impossible, probably, to do that good in a row um, with the. The two uh, Feet of Clay episodes and then Joker's Favor. So the ones we have coming up, we got some interesting ones. We got Vendetta, Fear of Victory, and The Clock King. Those are the next three episodes we have. So definitely not on par with those other three, but still not not bad episodes. I do enjoy Fear of Victory quite a bit. Yeah, Um, Scarecrow is always good, I feel. Yeah, Vendetta's weird. Yeah, it's Killer Croc. Croc And... uh, yeah, and Bullock, and then Fear of Victory is pretty good. It's Scarecrow, and then we got the Clock King, which is obviously the Clock King, which is a pretty pretty good character to be honest. Yeah, that's so, not bad. Um, so yeah, those will be the episodes we talk about next week, along of course with Movie Swap and uh, Batman news, and you know whatever whatever else we've we've been watching. So, all right, yeah, hopefully some more uh, Batman stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. That would be nice if we get some more stuff coming up. But uh, yeah, give, give me some more score. I just want more now. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, any final thoughts, Ian, before we sign off? No, yeah. I mean, uh, Oscars are over. Uh, overall, I thought the Oscars were pretty good in terms of, like, I feel like every movie got something, you know. Um, and and it was even better because the Irishman won nothing. Exactly. And Brad Pitt won, and I was I was cool to see. Yep, I was uh, happy. Happy he finally got an Oscar. That was great. Yeah, so even though I would have liked definitely Best Picture winner overall, it's like, yeah, like every movie got recognized, I think, shit up. So, yeah, but then, yeah, but then, the freaking Batman news. Uh, I'm I'm on board again. Yeah. Like little nitpicks about the cowl, but still, I, I'm sure will grow on me. But sure. I love the tone. I love the sound. Let's let's do it. I'm pumped. Yeah, cannot wait. Cannot wait. Nothing has been bad so far with anything oh. related to the Batman. It's all been it's all been good, all positive, all hopeful. Very exciting. Very exciting. Don't break our heart. Yeah, yeah. please, please don't. All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Uh, post episodes of the shows. Haven't been on it as much recently. Need to need to start posting some more stuff there, um, just okay. with different movie things and uh, things like that. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bark Bark. So go ahead and do that. Leave us a rating and review on the show. And um, yeah, go back and listen to our back catalog. We have every single Batman movie ever done. So that was how the show started. So go ahead and uh, check those out if you want. And uh, yeah, so that does it for this episode. Make sure and join us next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your week. (laughs) 